Beware of City of Milwaukee. It's your boy Saeed back at you again with podcast number four. Today I got uh, the youth of the community. I want to be uh, answering a couple questions today. But first, we're going to start off with something different today. And uh, we're going to start it off with Brother Mahmoud. Uh, greetings, everybody. We here at the Maru Center, and we got the youth of the Maru Center, and we do a little thing we call check-in. And doing check-in, we have a, we say our name, anything else we want to share, highlight and the low light, and then after we do with that, we'll pass it back to Brother Saeed. I'm going to go first. My name is Mark Moore, and my highlight, uh, my highlight today is, uh, I cooked some food in the slow cooker. Now, you might not call that cooking. <laughs> but I cooked some chicken, you know what I'm saying? I put it on for a little while and it worked, you know? I'm a master with just add water. So if it's noodles or grits or something like that, I'm any but bacon and frying, that ain't me. So just add water. I cooked it in the slow cooker and it was good. I ate it this morning. Uh, next we have. Well, that's fine, too. Next brother we have? Well, my name is Jakai, and my highlight uh, was watching the Bucks parade, I guess. My name is Joey, and my highlight was going to the Bucks parade. Uh, my name is Josiah. My highlight uh, basketball game. How many points you score? Can I ask? I'm going to score that game. <laughs> No, that's that's okay. You did good defense, though, right? Okay, that's that defense win game. Saeed, the youth coordinator here at the Maru Center. My best highlight of the whole week, day, is basically coming to the center and seeing the young men and women that show up to support the center and take advantage of the opportunities that we have here. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into our uh, discussion. Last week, me and Brother Mahmoud was talking on different ways of how we can uh, address um, the crimes amongst our youth out here in the city. So I want to start today with this podcast with the 
listeners listening to the youth themselves who actually lives in the neighborhood and expressing their concerns on different things that they see going on around their neighborhood. My first, uh, the first topic that I wanted to address is uh, the most sensitive subject to me is losing a friend. So we're going to say friendship. That's what we're going to address that on. And basically what I want to do is I want to go around and the same answer, the same question relates to everyone. If you lost a, a friend or even a loved one to gun violence, no matter when it happened, how does that affect you and what's a message that you would like to get out to the young men that's your same ages today? What's the message that you can give out that you can possibly help someone that you know, even if you don't know him personally, but you know because you watch TV? What's the message that you can give a young man your age caliber that can possibly help save their life and prevent them from doing the things that they want to doing something positive today? Anybody lost a friend? Gun violence? Oh, that's, this is a good crowd then. I'm just saying, this is yeah, a good I'm crowd. Alone, you know. Have anybody so, lost? So I want you to take it and say, let's say, okay, it's good that you have it and you don't know anyone that actually lost their life out here on the street. So what's a message that you can actually give young men and, and parents that can actually help in the same situation that you're in. Now, you're not losing nobody. What, what's the encouragement that you would give a young man or a young woman to prevent them from, example, going out here stealing cars? You know you can lose your life in stealing a car, either by the owner catching a person stealing a vehicle or person driving a vehicle and have an accident. Hey, can, I, can I intervene? Can we like role play? If I said, Josiah, hey, look, man, it's rough. I want to ride, man. I want to go down. Town, I want to ride. Man, but I'm finna go steal a car. You want to go with me? No. Why you don't want to go with me? It's stupid. Why you think it's stupid? We're going to be riding around. We're going to almost, almost I, I can peel a nice one. You know, Hyundai's and uh, the other one, they easy to peel out here. And we finna catch some girls, Joe. You sure you don't want to go? You can use your life, though. You can use your life. I'm just saying, what's that, uh, Drake, you only live once? I'm just saying, I only, you can only live once, so, all right, what about your friend? Jo Joy, Joy, you want to go with us? Mm -hmm. Man, Josiah going to go, ain't that right, Josiah? Nope. No. No. Josiah, he just must be a square, man. He, he, he don't want to go, but I know you cool. I'm saying, I know you down. You, you want to go, Joy? Y'all want to go? Y'all got a curfew. Y'all got to be in the house nah, at a nah, certain man, time. We ain't gonna get caught. <laughs> we ain't gonna get caught. You gonna die by yourself? I can drive good. Good answer, man. I like. I like that. That answer is real tough. You know, and it's things like that that that, that peer pressure. And y'all gonna have them sometime in life. If you don't have them right now, you're gonna get them sometime in life. 
everybody go through that peer pressure. You know, I'm gonna share an episode of uh, when I was growing up one time. It was an older cat. He used to talk to my auntie, and he was cool as ever. You know, he could fight. He had money, but it was just one downfall about him that I didn't like. And he asked me to walk with him by his mother house, which was around the corner from my auntie house. And as I was walking with him, he was rolling up a blunt. This is the first time that I've seen a blunt roll, you know. And he was rolling up a blunt, and I didn't smoke weed or nothing then. And he was like, he was talking to me in some slang. I knew where he was getting at, you know what I'm saying? as he was rolling the blunt, you know, he talking to me, telling me how he wouldn't do nothing or uh, to jeopardize me or put me in a situation that's gonna hurt me. You know what I'm saying? And I was waiting for that moment for him to ask me, did I wanna hit that after he rolled up because it wasn't an ordinary blunt. Now, mind you, he was rolling his blunt up and he laced it with cocaine. And he didn't, he didn't try to sneak and do it. He was doing it in my face, you know. But just to show you that that peer pressure, you got some guys out here that'll roll a blunt, that'll come up on you, a roll a joint or a roll a blunt or something, knowing that you don't smoke, you know what I'm saying, and, and try to peer pressure you into hitting it. And for one, you didn't even see him roll it. Two, why would he try to offer you something like this in the first place? You know, nine times out of 10, they done been peer pressured into smoking that. That's why they did it. So now they trying to put it off on you to see if they can peer pressure you to doing something that they done been peer pressured to do. I didn't do it. And one reason I didn't do it is because one, I'm not a follower. I'm, I don't want to do something that I see everybody else doing. You know, so let's get that understood what a follower is. A lot of people out here, they follow people and not knowing consciously that they following somebody else's actions. You know, last week when we was talking, uh, maybe I don't think it was last week, or was it last week when you and Demir was talking to you guys? And I was telling you, we was telling y'all about just how easy it is that you can get yourself caught up into something if you're not conscious of your decisions. You know, that's just like I see y'all y'all tighten it and y'all kick it every day, right? Y'all aware of each other. Y'all know what each other is capable of doing and not doing, right? Mm -hmm. So basically what I was saying in that conversation is, what if you got your other guys that you know that's doing wrong, right? And they pull up and that's stolen. You know what I'm saying? You know it's a stolen. And it's looking slick too. It's clean you know, and everything. He got like three young ladies in the car with him. You know what I'm saying? He got some weed in the car with him. Now I got a question. He got a gun in the car with him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know this, but you ain't know where you just come from though either. You know what I'm saying? And you just make that dumb decision, that unconscious decision to jump in the car with him. And the police get behind that. And let's say he don't go on the police chase. He pull right over. Y'all all go to jail, right? And they found his gun, his weed, in the car. You know you just got in this car. But they telling you that you just be charged. They charging everybody, everybody in, the in the car. 
with the same thing. And you know why they do that? So either somebody can take their weight and say it's mine, or somebody can tell on the other person. Now, right. So the whole, you could avoid it by not even getting in the car. So now you saying, look, you know that was your stuff. <laughs> look, look, I didn't seen it. I didn't heard the conversation why it was going on. They said, look, you know that wasn't mine. Look, you know that was yours. You know what I'm saying? Man, just just be cool. Be cool. <laughs> what you mean, be cool? Now, it ain't even gonna go that far because one, all y'all gonna be in a separate room. Oh no no no! And booking and, and booking all I'm going that, into that's booking. That's booking. I'm talking about before you even get to booking. All you gonna be in the separate oh, room. Oh yeah, before that. This one come in when we gonna finish this conversation about snitching and, and and not snitching. What is the definition of snitching and not snitching? Let me see. Who wasn't there? Is that another segment? You wasn't at this conversation, and you wasn't at this conversation, nor was you. Was you there? You was there? So, yeah, no, nah, yeah, he, he was, I remember now nah, he was there. So, with you two that wasn't there, how would y'all handle that situation? Do you feel that that, that fit the category of snitching, or you going to keep it 100, and you going to tell them, hey, that, that, ain't, that ain't got nothing to do, that ain't mine, that's his. What, what do you call that situation? What, like telling? No, yeah. I'm just saying. If, if you was in that situation, what would you do in that situation? Take the time or yeah, I'll take some time. But, but if you my man, I expect you to, I expect you to step up. Okay, I'm, I'm your man, but I'm not I'm not stepping up. I'm leaving it out there. I ain't say, I, I ain't, t I'm telling them it ain't mine. Me, man, no, I mean, and knowing that I just pulled up and I picked you up and knowing you ain't got nothing to do with this situation. Yeah, but I ain't saying nothing. I'm sticking to my guns. I, man, I, that ain't mine. That ain't mine. I'm just driving the car. That ain't mine. If you're not, if you're not stepping up, then I'm telling the truth. Then, because like I'm serving time, you're not showing me the same loyalty. I'm taking time for you, but you're not even gonna step up for the case. I'm taking time, and you out. Exactly, free. and that's what you should do in any case, anyways. If you know for a fact you ain't got nothing to do with that situation, don't put yourself in that situation. And why I'm telling you that is because a prime example, I went to jail for another person. Somebody I called my friend, because he didn't step up and take his, take his trial. And, and what that do to me, that hurted me. That hurted my family. And that's because I tried to, I so-called tried to stick to the street rules because I didn't know really what the street rules was. I just figured because I was gang banging and selling drugs, you know, I wasn't about to code of everybody else. I ain't snitching. But the technology, that's not snitching. That's, don't get it misconstrued what you hear on TV, what you see out here on the streets, because that same guy to tell you that he ain't telling. Guess what he gonna tell on him? Even if he know he pulled the trigger. He in that next room over there saying that you pulled that trigger.
person that just committed the crime. shot the person in the heart. Now he lived. At first he lived. But mind you, they brothers. So nobody's saying nothing. Why? Because now they're going by the brother code. Again, so no snitching. Hold on, my boy. Again, they're doing that no snitching thing, right? So now, the guy died. The police come and pick both of them up. Well, no, they pick one of them up. The other one on the run. The one that they pick up didn't pull the trigger, but he was there. You know what I'm saying? So he felt like, I ain't shoot this man, I ain't kill him. His other brother's still on the run. He went to trial. Right? He lost that trial. His other brother get caught. They came to both of them with the same plea deal from the get-go, though. Ten years. Right? Party to a crime. Ten years. The one that went to trial, I ain't, no, I ain't pulling no trigger, so I ain't, no. You know what I'm saying? They knew he was there. He ain't pulled the trigger, so he going to trial. I ain't shooting. So I'm going to back it up just a little bit. The person that died, he only knew this brother, though. So before he died, this is the name that he gave. It's called Dying Declaration. Right? Now, back to the plea bargain. Ten years. He ain't taking the plea bargain because he ain't pulled the trigger, right? This one took the plea bargain. He got ten years. On top of that, he had another homicide that he got ten years up for that they ran concurrent to that 10 year sentence, right? This one here that lost his jury trial got 22 years. Under the truth and sentence, meaning 85% of his time. 
right? Both of them, 85%. This brother out. Been out for two and a half years. This brother still incarcerated. Don't come home until 26. See, that's kind of different. That's kind of different. If somebody just would have been, been there and they picked him up, but he, he the, 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 the person who died had a dying declaration and said it was him. No, he didn't say it was him. He said he had his name. He just said his name. He, he didn't say it was him. He knew it wasn't him. He knew it wasn't him too. And he also told them, because like again, he didn't die right away. He stayed out and he lived for some months. He got out the hospital, started back smoking crack. That's what killed him. Because he had a hole in his heart. So that's what made them charge them with homicide. But the moral of the story is basically just to show you how it works. If you don't speak up, you're going to jail. You can get yourself put in these party to a crime situations just by, for instance, you two walk into a corner store, right? You don't know what he's going to do, right? He don't know what you're going to do, right? He pulled out a gun and he robbed the place. During the process of him robbing the place, he shoots somebody. Y'all both run out the store, hit it, go. You feel me? Now they come looking. They know they, they who they looking for, right? Saying it's not di a different situation. Let's say y'all get caught for that situation. Both of you get caught. What's going to happen in that situation? What you going to do in that situation? If you get caught, what are you going to do in that situation? And these are facts. What are you going to do in that situation? Y'all both got caught. But if, 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 if he didn't know what he was going to do, and he they pick him up, he said absolutely nothing. Wait on the Lord. I'm talking. He's still good. I'm talking. He absolutely. He ain't said nothing. They might say, "Well, I'm so only a witness. I have to say, like, okay, he was there. He was with him, and all that type of stuff." Then they pick him up, and they say, "Okay, uh, we have people that say you was the shooter, or you was the one who did this and who did that." So I'm saying, right. In the end, I'm saying you still good. In the end, you still saying, "Look, hey, take your weight." I'm saying, look, take your weight. I'm saying, look, I, you know, right. So I'm gonna stop you on that, Mahmoud, because you still got them into that, that street mentality of thinking, bro. No, it don't work that way. Don't, don't say don't, nothing. Period. This, I don't care what. I agree with him by keeping your mouth closed until you get your lawyer. Right. But all that other stuff is obsolete, bro. Because if you want, you already implemented yourself because you left out of that store and didn't call the police and tell them what happened. You are ready to put yourself in a party of the crime situation. You know what I'm saying? So it's really up to you if you want to juggle them dice and try to play with your life or not. Me, from going through the system, and I thought that my move would say the same after going through the system, I ain't thinking like that no more. And I'm being 100. I did 10 years for somebody that I ain't had nothing to do with. I'm telling. I'm telling. Point blank period. I'm telling. Say what I'm saying is discrediting uh, Brother Mahmoud. By far, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm not. Don't, don't take that as if I am. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not. I'm not discrediting nothing that the brother said. You know what I'm saying?
Hey, Doodle, man, you can either get the you can get the deodorant that smells good, or you can get the one uh, uh, for a dollar that smells like karate. I'm just saying, look, 